Welcome to What She Said Podcast, the home for real conversations with men about sex, love, and relationships. Welcome back to another episode of What She Said. Today is going to be a little bit different. Instead of us having one man, I'm actually bringing on a panel of men. That's how serious this discussion is. One man cannot solve this problem. We need help. What I've noticed amongst my girlfriends and I is we all are dealing with majorly petty shit. At least we think it's petty. Let me give you an example so you don't think that I'm crazy. I'm talking to my girlfriend about this delicious dish she prepared and she put carrots in it. And her husband was not having it because he didn't understand why'd you put carrots in this dish? And she's like, what difference does it make? You don't like carrots, take them out the dish, which is how women think we like. What are we talking about? It ended up being a serious, serious, serious altercation over carrots. Let me give you a personal example of mine. My friend and I were out and about at a little club lounge, right? And um, he has water that he hasn't drank. So I drink all his water. And he said, you have no boundaries. What are we talking about? We talking about water? I have no boundaries because I drink your water? And he was like, yeah, you should ask. And then that homeboy, I'm talking to him, asking, what is it about women that disturb you the most? And he says, when we go through the drive-thru and my wife orders just a sandwich and she eats my fries. So we talking about sandwich, french fries, water, and carrots. Maybe it's just me. So let's bring on our panel of men and get the conversation going. What do men really want women to know and what really bothers them about women? I'm your host, Shanae Hall. I'm bringing my mom, Rhonda Frost. Say hi, mom. Everybody, I cannot wait for this dang conversation. Man, all I'm saying is y'all be prepared because what we are going to do next week, we're going to have a panel of women. I'm going to tell you guys what we don't like. But until then, let's get started with this conversation. What do men want women to know and what really pisses them off about our behavior? Which we think we're perfect, but obviously we're not. Let's go. Let's bring in our first guest. Hey, Gold. How are you? Hey, I'm fine. And you? Good. You got that good light over there, I see. You know, that's, that's the natural light coming through the window. Tell us one or two things that you wish women knew off the bat that would help make their relationships easier, smoother for both parties. One, that we are not mind readers. Um, two, uh, ooh, that's hard, Shanae. Um, I want to be a part of your life, not your whole. Um, and when I say that, I mean, you know, when you meet somebody, I don't, I don't really want to come in and then you just be like, everything shift over to me. Like, I want to see where I fit into your life and I want to go ahead and I want to help you in those areas to make it that way. But I do, what attracted me to you is that you were doing your own thing in the beginning. And now I just want to come and take some of that load off of you. I, I don't I don't have a third right now. Give me a second on it. I wasn't ready. Okay. <laughs> we'll pause. Hey, Drew, I see that you just chimed in. So, Drew? If, if he only has three things or can't find a third, I can give you 30. Just, just, <laughs> oh, well, damn. <laughs> he, he must not be married to a Haitian woman. <laughs> don't get killed drew we want you to want you to live to be able to do the podcast again at another time <laughs> i know i know like you don't want those problems drew 
<laughs> so Drew, tell us. Um, hey, Ricky, I saw you just tuned in. So Drew, um, it's it's on him to give us one or two. He's married to a Haitian woman, so he said it's 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 on a crack house. <laughs> What yeah, I, I, I do got to watch myself here so I don't get in trouble. I think an issue when it comes to women, why women can't understand what they're what they want to eat, where they want to go, figure it out before you get in the car. Don't make it my responsibility, so on and so forth. So that's definitely <laughs> one of the issues. What? Um, you went yeah. to food? That's that mom, that's two for food. I'm yeah. gonna, this is gonna be kind of I'll third that one now. Let me be a number three. I'm a uh, piggyback. And I and my 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 things are. I'm married now, so my things are more petty kind of things that happen with inside the household, or um, are things that transpire when you are married. Like she's always fucking with the thermometer, you know, or the thermostat on the wall. Like leave leave the thermostat alone. You know, it's either too hot. And then she puts it too cold and then it gets, she's too cold and she wants it too hot. It's just leave it, leave it alone. Let me handle it and the house will be fine. But she always so got to fuck with that the monster. Thir- Y'all thermostat. are mad petty. Ricky, what you got? Um, me personally, I just think in a relationship, men should know their roles and women should know their roles and it should be respected. Like a woman should still take care of the house and a man should still provide. Mm. Like, shouldn't be always talking about what we going to eat. I believe if the man is providing, the woman should be cooking. Mm. So we don't always have to worry about what we going out to eat. We got food at home. Oh, goodness. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, goodness. No, I'm just saying it's like I'm the provider. Like, you all, you women, like, they, they want the man to provide. Like, every time you go out to eat, the, the man is paying. That's just the role. The man is opening up right. the door. The man is going to make sure the woman is looking nice. So now, what is the woman's role? Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, you know we're going to get into this. I got to let everybody, so we could have women that actually see men saying it before I, I rebuttal. I'm not, I'm just going to, I'm going to let that go. Ricky, okay, no. Ricky, but I'm coming back to you. Sean, um, he is a photographer. He's actually in Miami area. So he is around beautiful women all the time. From what I understand, you're single, right? Uh, yeah, I'm single. Um, and I think if you don't know who you are or what you're actually looking for, um, then I think is problematic. I think I could say that, that swiping on Tinder in South Florida, I see a lot of women who are like, oh, I need you to spoil me. I need a man to take me out to travel and treat me right and stuff and i'm like well what do you yourself do right mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not in a position to you know take on your um life stresses your your burdens your financial your social your emotional things myself if you not if you are yourself not in a position to care for those things right um meeting women who who don't know what they want or don't have anything to bring to the table, but expect a lot. I think mm. that's probably that was good. I think I think everybody on here will agree with coming to the table with something besides your handout. Because um, okay. what what I feel like women should bring to the relationship before you get into it. Number one, you should be as happy as you possibly can be. 
you should be as full um, and as when I say this, I mean, in, in a really emotional way, like, you know, what I mean, you should be striving to be your best you before you find just like I'm striving to be my best me right now. You should be striving to be your best you before you jump into a relationship. You know what I mean? And, and, and that takes that takes a lot of work because it's easy to just fall into something, especially if you're an attractive woman and people are at you all the time and you got you know, your DMs are full and you have your choices it's easy to just fall into something because you have a few options, right? But just because you have those options don't mean you should take up any of those options if you're not ready. So I feel like, number one, come as ready as you can be. You know what I mean? I know that sometimes things happen and feelings, feelings grow fast and people want to just act on them, you know what I mean? But I suggest that women... Amen. I like because I'm that's what I'm doing myself right now. You know what I mean? It's trying to get to the best me before I before I'm in a relationship. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like that's what women should do. Get to the best you. You know what I mean? Get to whatever you feel like the best you is. Not even what society feels like. You know what I mean? Whatever you feel like your best you is, get to try to get as close to that as possible. You know what I mean? Before you come into my life with some wild shit. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so, so I'm going to answer that. that, that that's that's to my second. But drop as much baggage as you can before you step on this new plane. You know what I'm saying? Um, that goes both sides. That goes both ways, men and women. Um, so answer the first question. What uh, what annoys me about women inside of a relationship? <sighs> I'm gonna tell you what really annoys me. Okay. If there is something visibly wrong like if you see something wrong i don't know that that is that that it's a problem if there's a problem that i don't recognize that i don't even realize that i created right and i feel your energy shift and i it's a it's a negative vibe and i come to you and i say hey babe what's wrong tell me what's wrong i hate when women do Oh, nothing. Mm. Y'all do that all the time. I don't own nothing. Ain't nothing wrong. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Wait a second. Our energy, <laughs> your energy's off. How do we get to the, hey, my energy, your energy's off. I, I don't, all that, all that. If there's a problem, you know what I'm saying? Let's deal with the problem fast. Cause I don't want no cloud lingering. You know what I'm saying? If there's a problem, I don't want to be like a couple of days later, like, you know that day that you so and so and so and so. Wait a minute. We that you've been mad at me all week for something I didn't know nothing about. We could have talked, we could have nipped this in the bud that day. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't like them games. Like that, that that feels very manipulative, like trying to manipulate the situation and create leverage. If you feel like, you know, if you feel like you have a problem, you know, let's let's handle the problem. You know what I mean? I feel like in relationships. Women tend to do that. They tend to, um, and men do it too, I know, but women do it well. Men don't do it that well. Women do it very, very, very good. They manipulate emotions, and they may, they may know they're not going to, they, they may know they're going to forgive you in four days. You know what I mean? They already know when they're going to forgive you, but they're going to make you go through hell for the whole time. And I, 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 don't, I don't rock with that. I hate that. At the end of the day, even if you don't forgive me immediately, let's talk about it immediately. So I know what the problem is. You know what I mean? Like, y'all know y'all do that. That That is the number one thing that completely takes me out of my element. Like, 
I hate that shit. So those are my answers. <laughs> I like both of those and both of those are understood. For you, what do you think that women should know coming into a relationship? And then what are things that bother you that you don't think women know that couldn't help us? My beloved and, and adoring wife will ask for something. Something small, a trifle. Hey, can you take the trash out? And I'll go, of course, no problem. And, and it'll get put on a list in my head. And 10 or 15 minutes will pass. And she'll go, all right, I'll just take the trash out. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. I, I was going to take it out. I, I just needed to finish this thing. And then I'll take it out. And of course, the, the trick is, uh, she meant, can you take the trash out right now? Mm-hmm. But in an effort to be polite or in an effort to coax me into a, an understanding that when she asks for something, it's understood, you know, as, as soon as you possibly can, including right now. Mm-hmm. That's true. And if, and if she goes, you know, I'd really love to go out on a date sometime. She means tonight. She means this weekend. She doesn't mean, you know, oh, like next month when it's convenient for you, can we go out? No, it's, it's. Oh, well, you're helping me out because th- that's what I wish men knew. So you want to go ahead and keep philosophizing because that's what I, that's what women want men to know. If I say, hey, sweetie, uh, what are you, what are you doing? That means tell me what you're doing right now and what you have planned for the next two hours, because I'm thinking that we might be able to hook up or, you know, go to dinner or something. Sure. It's, it's tricky though. A, a guy I think is unlikely to go, Hey babe, you know, you, you want to, you want to go downtown sometime? It may be in his head, just like, Hey, yeah. I kind of, I kind of want to go out to the club. I want to go out dancing sometime. He's not saying I need you to look up the times that the club is open and, and, and then we need to go ahead and get on that list. You know, what? That's, that's true. We, we do that. <laughs> Ricky, I want to get back to you real quick though, and expound on your, your philosophy of being traditional. Should you start out the conversation saying, Hey, I'm a traditionalist. I'm going to maintain the household and the bills, but I expect you to do this as this, this, or do you just get into the relationship and expect people to kind of fall in line with your thoughts and, and viewpoint? So sometimes it's as you get closer, sometimes you don't think you're going to get as um, close to someone as you do. So you won't tell them exactly what you want because you don't know how it's going to work out. But once you see that you're getting close and you guys are spending a lot more time together, being around each other more, I think that's the appropriate time to let them know, you know, your views and your values of how you see things going or how you want things to go. And I think that goes on both sides. So like I said, with me, I have no problem taking a woman out, paying for things. But now I want to know, what are you going to do for me? I might ask you at dinner to cut my steak up. You know what I mean? And I, I shouldn't have a problem with that. Why you can't do it yourself? Like, so it's like, what? Like, I'm not asking you to pay for your food. Just, you know. Give and take. That's just how I am. You take your. Have you ever asked someone to cut your steak, Ricky? Please tell of me. Course. Of course. <laughs> of course, I have, and I and I and I will do it again. <laughs> okay. Well, this is good. Good. This is good. I want to ask uh, you guys when it comes to sexual needs and expectations. I know I have a lot of friends that. Uh, one of my guy friends who's married, and he was like, Shanae, I leave her notes. I leave, you know, I put notes in the refrigerator. I send her flowers. I do all these things. And, you know, I might get some every six months. 
Where do you think that falls in line with opening up the conversation of expectations? How far in the, because you can't really just start out date one, two, three, four, five. Hey, I expect sex six days a week. We're not there yet. So at what point in the relationship do you think those needs need to be addressed to the women that you're dealing with? And we could just go in order. Gold, you can start. And then Drew, Ricky. I'm different because I'll have a conversation with you on like date one and not in a way of like, oh, this is what I expect from you. But in general conversation, like I don't leave anything on the table for real. That I don't think if we can't talk about it now, then we'll never be able to talk about it. And that's how I feel about it and going into dating. I'm like, whatever you want to sit down and talk about, we got to get uncomfortable. We got to get comfortable with the uncomfortable already, Mm -hmm. because I think that that's where we all go wrong. It's like, oh, all these rules or you shouldn't talk about that, this first impression and stuff. And if I can't come to you as me, then we probably not going to work out. So, I mean, even to what Galen was talking about, um, on that level, like me and my me and my girlfriend now, I told her up front, I was like, you know, if there's, I, this is the person that I am. If there's ever an issue that you have, say it to me. It's you, me, and these four walls. Like, if I can't handle that conversation, then that's just what it is. And, you know, like, I might, I might be upset for a second. You might be upset for a second. But at the end of the day, you said what you had to say. I said what I had to say. And I think that that's a great foundation for two people to be able to come together and actually be able to communicate about any and everything, knowing that this person may feel some certain type of way about it, but they'll just express that and then you move on from it. So I, I like to go in, just just put everything out there. So, yeah, it's no okay. conversation off um, subject for me. Okay. Drew? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, I know that there's a lot of people that are hung up on, you know, being honest or upfront or having difficulty speak about it. And that comes from upbringing or, you know, you know, your, your personal experiences as you've grown up. Um, but, you know, I think it's absolutely critical. I don't, I don't know how you could have an honest relationship with somebody. Is it on a, on a weekly, daily, monthly basis? And that person's not happy sexually. Um, or, or they're not being, they're not getting their expression out or they're not feeling, uh, satisfied in a intimate and sexual way. It, to me, it would be like embarrassing as a man is that I'm not able to satisfy uh, my wife, but I need to know exactly what makes her feel good and what she's happy with. And we just asked each other and, you know, when it got uncomfortable because we were stretching the limits or boundaries, uh, each of us just trusted each other and kind of moved forward with uh, whatever we were interested in, you know? Okay, that's a good. Ricky, I'm scared to ask you, Mr. Traditional Man. Bitch, when I say lay down, that bitch that mean lay down. What you talking about? I don't know. No, no, <laughs> I'm no. I'm going straight right here. <laughs> no, um, I believe whatever makes you happy, you should discuss it up front, you know, sexually, so you can you know what you're getting yourself into. Cause maybe that might that maybe not be the person that you want to be with. So, cause if you wait too late in a relationship and you found out that this person can't satisfy you or meet your needs, then you kind of stuck. So I believe you should let a person know up front, and therefore, you know, if that relationship is going to go somewhere or it's not, instead of wasting each other's time, you know, going back and forth, what you can and can't do or will and won't do. And then that becomes a problem. And there you go. Waste the time. But a lot of times, and this just in general, like a lot of times when you're dating, you don't know 
that somebody wants sex every day of the week or you don't know that somebody wants sex every six weeks. And so you have sex, you get into the group when you're first starting and then now you settle into your rhythm and things change. You like, wait, you were far more turned on at the beginning, but it's like, yeah, we're here now. So let's, you know, every six weeks, how do you address it from that perspective of I needed more without damaging? Like if, if, if I'm telling you, I want to have sex with you four days a week and you're like, eh, I'm too busy. I really got one. How should a woman address her needs with you without offending you or making a man feel like she can't, you know, you're, you can't give her what she needs. Like I said, in the beginning, it's easy to have the sex four times a week. It's, I mean, it's fresh, it's new, but as you go on and having sex four times a week, now you're just laying there. Now you're not <laughs> kissing no more. Not, you know what I mean? So it's, you got to keep it, you know, spiced up in a way like the sexy lingerie or the man, you know, smelling good with the nice cologne or, you know, baby oil or whatever. But, you know, you just got to, you know, you got to spice it up or it's going to be one time a week instead of that four that you used to. And there you go. That's a relationship problem. Not, not, no, not the baby oil. Hold on. Hey. Let me go ahead and hit my Johnson <laughs> and Johnson up. <laughs> whatever you got to do. Sean, what's your, cause you're single, you're in Miami. Like, yes, all, that's all every man's dream, you know? My last relationship, we would have sex like two to four times a day when we were together. Wait, what? Would you say that again? <laughs> yeah, it was like uh, two to four times a day. Um, a day, okay, I thought you said a day. Yeah, no, it was, it, we, we thoroughly enjoyed ourselves. Um, <laughs> and it would get to, an instance of or her or myself not um, communicating our emotional needs to a point. It's kind of just like, no, get off me. You know, that, that's the faults that we all succumb to um, in our relationships. We don't know how to communicate with each other as well as we know how to communicate with ourselves. And sometimes you don't know how the fuck to communicate with ourselves, right? We don't know ourselves enough to be healthy in a relationship. So I have a question to the panel in general. I'm, I'm hearing so much. And first of all, thank you all because this is immensely helpful. But when it comes to sex and, and perhaps a guy is not meeting our needs and trying to consider your ego, what's the best way or, or where do we mess up in telling you that? I mean, is there is there a safe way to approach you to say, listen, you're just not getting it done? The, the, the question becomes, is it a matter of technique or, or practice, or is it a matter of your attraction to somebody? You know, I, I think there's no doubt that we live in a society today where, where we're all a little, little bit too sensitive and we're always worried about harming somebody's feelings, which we should be, right? But when it comes to something like you're not doing something physically in a way that is not pleasing me, or you need to move your head this way, or you need to focus on this area, you need to just say that. And if a dude is not capable of um, handling that or gets offended by it, you know, I don't know what, I don't know how to answer that because to me, that's what I would want to hear. Like I would want to please you. So I want to know if I'm not doing this right, tell me what I need to do. I'll adjust, I'll move over. That's a lot different than being physically unattracted, sexually or emotionally unattracted to your partner six months after you get with them or when you're married, that's a, that's a separate issue. That's a, a obviously a bigger issue. It's a, a core issue to whether that relationship's going to be successful, 
But if if a guy's just not hitting it right or licking it right or doing whatever he's not supposed to be doing or he's squeezing too hard or whatever or not squeezing hard enough, just tell them. Just literally say it, right? Just like a guy should say, yeah, your your teeth hurt. Get the teeth out of there. More gums, less teeth, you know? I mean, it's not that simple. But I think we're all a little bit too worried about saying what we need to say. And if you are in a trusting and in in an emotionally strong relationship, that is not a negative. That's a positive in my mind, right? And and I'm with a woman who, um, you know, let's be fair. I, I could have sex every day. She could have sex once every six weeks. That's just the way it is. And we knew that going into it because we were honest about our sex drive early on. There's no doubt when we were dating, sex was a lot different than when we got married and had two children. A lot of that has to be driven by, I got two kids at home. But at the same time, we we work towards that. Like we, she knows when I'm, when when I need something, I make it very clear to her. She may get annoyed by it, but she will come around. She knows she's got 24 hours to sort of find her way into that space, right? You know, because we talked about it. We This is what we, and when she's like in the mood, she throws out a signal and I know that's my cue and it's time to get it done. And we're not always a hundred percent. I mean, that's the whole thing. Relationships require, require, require a tremendous amount of work and effort. And, you know, if you are with the right person, Trust me, you're going to put that effort in. And if you're not with the right person, you know, then you need to, again, you need to decide what you're doing. You're cheating them out of a a fruitful life and you're cheating yourself out of a, you know, fruitful life with somebody. Get out of it or, or, or really put all the effort into it. But, but don't be squeamish about, oh, how do I tell a man how to eat my pussy? Tell him how to eat your pussy. You, 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 I can tell you right now, your vibrator knows how to eat your pussy. Just tell him how the vibrator eats your pussy and you'll be good to go. <laughs> Drew, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. If, if yeah, every yeah. man thought like that and felt like that and was that easy to talk to, oh my God, <laughs> oh, the women everywhere would be so happy. I think you're unique though. <laughs> well, I, but, I, but I do think, because I, I dated for a long time before I got married again. And I mean, there are a lot of women out there that will not communicate what they want and what, you know, like what type of porn they like to watch, what, cause they're afraid that, you know, if they're watching the stuff that you want to watch together, if that's your thing, right. Um, they're afraid to admit those things. And, um, like why tell him, tell, you know, expose yourself. And if he's the right guy, he's going to protect you. He's not going to, he's not going to do the things that are going to make you feel more uncomfortable. But if you don't get there, you know, it's just, damn, life sucks. You know? I agree. Yeah. You're were, you were mentioning, you know, how do I, how do I tell him these things without hurting his ego? I know Sean and Shanae have both heard me say this all the time, man, almost every single guy I know is, is a delicate little flower wrapped up in a suit of armor. And that fundamentally it all comes down to, all right, if, if you're unwilling to talk about it, then, then you really don't have a, a place at the table. Like, oh, okay. Uh, she, she's not doing this right. I did. Did you ever mention that to her? Well, no, I just thought she'd know, you know, when, when I, when I just like, uh, oh, no, it, it, no, don't, don't worry. Don't worry about it. No, thank you. And, and it's yeah, constructive criticism is a weird thing to offer in bed. That is for, for guys. And I'm, I'm sure girls having to say, all right, now this is going to be strange, but you know what you were just doing? 
That's you, not the you need to completely turn that on its head. That is, if this is a no-go, we really ought to know now, instead of six months later, when I walk in in this costume and I expect you to play your role. Like, okay, now, now I know. Uh, but it's... Good, good point, Gailey. I mean, good is, point. It a, is it a bunny costume? Or what kind of costume is it? No, there's no uh, Christmas Christmas story, Christmas morning fetish of uh, that involves Red Rider BB guns. Thankfully, oh, <laughs> hilarious! I just my friend. All right, the rest of the panel, and I have to ask because he has more stories. Anybody, I see you with the mimosa sitting there, fine dining. Okay, Sean, just run down what you think women should know. I don't believe in dating multiple women at one time. I think women are very open and like, oh, we're going to just do whatever. And so um, I think that's the issue for me personally, because I'm not dating you and you actually act out here dating several other men. That's just a pet peeve of mine. Cause, like, I got to spend money. I got to spend time. I got to spend emotions. And I might be weird. That's probably why I'm single. Because, like, I have I have a very strict, like, guidelines of what I deal with and what I don't deal with. And if people don't like it, then I, I understand that. You don't have to deal with me. What don't you deal with? What don't you deal with? If I'm, act, if I'm actually, like, trying to date you, I feel like with me, like, let's just say, Shanae, like, say you're trying to get to know a particular person, right? And so, like, say you're getting to know four or five different people, it's a rat race to see who can get the who can get Shanae the first. Like, I'm not I'm not going to be part of a rat race anymore. I did it when I was younger, but now I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not doing it. Um, trying to say what, oh, yeah, so, like, you know, actually trying to date somebody, so, like, say, for instance, going on dates, because I feel like you can't focus on getting to know one person because, like, you bouncing around. And so, like, I don't, I don't do that, and I won't let somebody out deal with people like, oh, I'm just, I'm single, so I'm out here having fun. Well, you can have fun, but just not, you know, at the cost of, you know, when you're ready to kind of chill and figure it out, then that could be an option for us to speak about. Um, so what wait, at, at hello, so at, 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 hello. So we start dating today. Tomorrow you expecting me to... Oh, no, no, back? no, no. See, How no, long? I'm not saying that. I would say... I give you a couple weeks to kind of get your hoes out the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of like let them niggas move around, okay? Give you a couple weeks to get it together, but you can't just, like... I feel like, you know, like, women, they will do just because they can, like, oh, I want to go and go to, for free food with this dude. I'm going to buy a trash can. You know, I love you, Snake. I'm going to literally buy a trash can. Talking to you. <laughs> Not the free food. I mean, that's what they do. Like, I mean, it's like, it's no... I'm all about a vibe. I'm all about a connection. So we don't have a vibe and a connection. Like, I'm not going to go for it. Like, I'm not in a space where, like, oh, I got to deal with somebody. And some people, like, some people need to be. I think that's a gift and a curse. Like, when you need to be around people, you need to be with somebody. Like, people to kind of put over anything. So I think that's the issue. But, um, like you said, so not the first day, but, you know, give you about a good month or so to kind of, because you don't want to jump with nobody in the, at the first moment. Some men only want, um, like women that's very, very submissive. And so, you know, they want to kind of control you. They want to, that's why I say, Sinead, can a man control you? I think that's one of the hardest parts for you because like you're too independent and it's fine as bad as you are. Like you're not finna, you know, you're not finna sit up here and like let nobody kind of try to handle you. I think that's kind of an issue. They're not even an issue, but that's their fault, not yours. But that's part of it, you know, but like a lot of dudes, like they want women that's super submissive. They want somebody that actually needs them. I don't want to need chick. Like, I don't want nobody that actually needs me to survive. I want somebody that can actually be a backbone with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, not say that you need me for nothing. I need you for nothing. If you rich, I don't need your money. But, like, let's build together. Let's be able to, you know, make this shit work together versus, like, oh, I can't get my hair and my nails done without you. Like, I don't understand how niggas that are, are millionaire celebrities, you got girls that don't even have a car. Like, I mean, a car on their own. 
or they can't get their hair done on their own. Like, I don't want nobody that need me for everything. I got enough people that need me. So like, when I walk outside every day, I got a mama, a sister, a brother, a brother's special needs. Like, I got people that need me. I got a goddaughter that needs me. So I don't need an extra person that's, that needs me solely. You know, like, let me do for you because I want to do for you. Dang. That's a good point. That's real so good. This is, I don't think that's been hit on like that yet. Mom, you want to say something? Yeah, so that I'm hearing so many different things. It, it really does become clear that we have to have the conversation early on because a couple of the panelists talked about almost knowing that they're the, I mean, they know that they're the provider type, that they're going to be the ones who come off the bat doing for you. And then I've heard other conversations on here that's, that make it very clear we don't want you coming in with your hands open asking for stuff. So it almost sounds like early on, we make the mistake of assuming certain things as women, whereas we probably need to have the conversation like on date two or date one asking, where do you stand on these things? Is that true or is that too soon to ask? I mean, no, don't do it on I, date I, I, one. Yeah, I, I, I date one? Drew have said day one. Have some yeah, fun I, first. Don't do it on date one. I, I, Please. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whoever that is, yeah, I agree with that person. Yeah, they want let's just have a little fun. Let's, um, being a provider, I definitely agree with being a provider, but like it's different between being a provider and somebody that actually gets needy. You know, like don't come off like you say, like everything. I seen a woman say one day she was like, um, since since I look good, since, since I got to make myself look good for a man, he should pay for it. Like I don't mind paying for it, but that's not a like you can't assume that I, that's my responsibility. Like, don't nobody pay for my haircuts. I get, I get haircuts two and three times a week. Who paying that $150 a week? Who paying to get my manicure and my pedicure? Like, I do it. You do what you do for you. Like, you do. You want to look good for yourself. Like, that's a self. Like, oh, shit, I look good. I just got my haircut. I just got my hair done. Oh, shit, I'm on, I'm on point right now. Like, do that for you. You know, and what if I hear like that. Huh? What, uh, uh, regarding the rest of the panel, what do you guys think about that? Uh, in, in terms of women coming in, do we go wrong expecting that you guys should cover our hair and nails and things like that? What was the question again, Mama? Mama from? I was just asking about um, the conversation about expectations. Like, do some women uh, mess up by expecting men to cover, whether it's hair and nails or whatever, or come in paying bills or whatever, do we mess up? coming in with that expectation. Right, and that's what I meant about uh, when I said it a little earlier on about being a part of your life. Like, I'm not your whole. Like, I don't need you to need me. Like, you were doing your thing and I saw you doing your thing and I was like, damn, look at her doing her thing. I want to be a part of that. Like, so I'm going to come in and I'm going to help you with some shit. I'm going I'm to see where I fit in so I can be a part of your life. But I want you to keep moving in the way that you were doing before I got here. So, yeah, if I come to your place and your trash, your trash not taken out, I'm going to just grab it like, babe, I got it. Not, not even thinking about it. You don't have to tell me shit because I'm paying that much attention to you. Right. So I, I do think that a lot of times women do mess up thinking that like having that expectation of us without us knowing, you know, it's just like, hold on, she'll fall back. Cause I have like, I, I mean, the truth of the matter is, is that walking into this situation, neither one of us need each other. Right. Or at least that's my assumption. Like, I don't need you. I see something in you that I'm like, yo, I want to be a part of. So, you know, that's, that's it for me. I think that's great. Well, I, that's actually our time. Unless the gentlemen that remain want to throw in some, you know, last words of wisdom. 
I think uh, women will watch this and walk away with a little bit more than how we came into the situation. Because I know I've certainly heard some things that remind us that it's okay to have a conversation if it's meaningful, whether it's day one or day two, because obviously things are being lost in translation along the line. We're not having, and and for women, we have conversations. Oh, that's too early. You don't want to talk about that right now. Well, if I talk about it right now, maybe it'll prevent me some heartache or hardship down the road. So maybe not being afraid to have real conversations early on might save you more headache in the long run is really what I heard um, from our gentlemen that were so kind and gracious enough to join us. Mom, do you want to? Add any closing words or Sean, do you have any closing? Anybody that want to close out with anything? I'm thinking there might need to be a part part two, but carry on. Vulnerability yeah. is scary. It's it's not a, a sign of weakness. Opening yourself up is is a sign that you love somebody, that you trust them. And that vulnerability <laughs> is, is the way to get those hard discussions out there. Say to kind of build and block off the Galen. That, that vulnerability creates foundation. So I think that that's the most important part is for you to come as yourself and allow somebody to actually enjoy you and not who you think you can keep up a charade for like this whole time trying to make somebody happy. Nah, you got to be selfish in that way. It's about your happiness first and then you work on everybody else. So I agree, Drew. I know you got some words of wisdom to cap it all off. Yeah, uh, don't fuck with the thermostat. <laughs> Thanks, Drew. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Mom, do you have any final words? I don't. I just I'm grateful for you guys coming on to share with us. We are truly in in uh, a zone of trying to learn and do better and be better. And so you guys have been part of some incredible wisdom for us and our audience. So thank you. Absolutely. Well, that's another episode of What She Said every Wednesday, 7 p.m. YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. You know where to find us. And um, everybody's ID will be posted on this. So you can go and ask more questions. And if they're single, go holla at them. You know what I'm saying? They already told you what you need to bring to the table. (laughs) See y'all later. Bye.